the more helpful answer is I think when you've figured out what you're doing, that's the right time to get a website up because it will grow and change with you. But once you start something, you've actually got it out in the world, it's public. Hey coach, my name's Lindsay and I'm here to help heart-centered women like you build the money-making coaching business of their dreams. I've been coaching since 2019 and this pod is about so much more than building your business. It's about using your gifts to build a life and business you're 100% obsessed with. I went from working 50 plus hours a week as a first grade teacher to building a sustainable business that replaced my job, salary, and gave me back 30 plus hours a week of my time. Tune in to join the ride and learn from other coaches and experts along the way. All right. Welcome on the show. I'm so excited to have you here on the Aligned Coach Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> Yay. Um, so Michelle, tell us a little bit about what it is that you do, where are you located? Uh, give, us, give us all the juice here. <laughs> so I'm a branding and web designer and I work with mother and baby businesses. So businesses that serve moms and babies. And I am in Paris, France. I'm actually Australian originally. I've lived in the States for 10 years. My dad's British. So my accent is all over the place. But this is home now. <laughs> I love that. I am a citizen of the world. Exactly. My dad loves that phrase. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It sounds like something that a dad would say, actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's super cool, dad, though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Oh my gosh. I love that. Um, okay. So tell us like what that, what, what does that mean is like as a, as a brand designer and website, like tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I always start with strategy. I dive into the sort of why, who, wherefore out the brand kind of meaning your business, meaning kind of you, especially if it's a personal brand. I really like to dig into your values, your mission, who it is you're working with, really specifically get a handle on what the business is so that I can then help you visually represent that to other people. Sometimes it's really helpful to kind of get that concrete down so we can build on top of it. Mm. And then once we've got the branding piece in place, then I can work out the website piece, which is actually where I started website, I added branding later, and the website piece, I also like to take a strategic approach. And there we really focus on what the main goal of business is and filling out the website around that goal to also serve those specific customers and what they're looking for. So it's kind of finding the balance between those two things and making for a really easy to use site that you know, speaks to them achieves the business goals, all of those pieces all at once. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that like in our community, like, you know, I'm a coach and I work with a ton of coaches and mentors and mm -hmm. a lot of service providers. So sometimes yeah. it's so, it's so, I don't know about funny. I don't think funny is the word, <laughs> but I see this sort of like thing that happens. It's either like a really hard left or a really hard right where either A, they're like, I need to like have everything on brand and like, it's gotta be perfect. And this is my color schemes. And like, this is the aesthetic of everything. And then, and this is, of course, I'm speaking about like beginner coaches really. Um, and, or, or on the very other side, it's like, man, none of that stuff matters. Like <laughs> I have no coordination, everything is fine. Um, so can you kind of like go in, and tell us like, what is it really? Because I know, I know that like branding is more than like color palettes. I think at first I didn't realize that, 
Um, but can you just sort of like tell us about what that's like to find your brand, what that even means, um, and really like how to find the balance in between the two whenever you're starting out? Yeah, so branding is essentially how other people perceive you. And the work that we do through your visual branding is to help them perceive you in the way you want to be perceived. So for example, if we're working with, yeah, I work with a lot of moms, let's say we're working with a parenting coach, we'll really dive into really specifically how they coach, what are their methods, what are their values, what is the mission behind all of this, to then kind of anchor everything in that. So the, the tone of voice that they use in their messaging, in their copy on their website, on all their social media is based in that. And then the visuals support it. So if you are, say, a parenting coach, having probably something really aggressive and you know dark wouldn't feel aligned with those kind of people so it's about matching that like energy matching those sort of expectations so that the people who are looking for you can easily identify like ah oh, that's you and yeah. build that sort of trust the no like trust factor that's pretty much what we're building <laughs> yeah and I'm thinking about like my own business journey I feel like my brand has almost like created itself, if that makes mm. sense. Like I, yeah. I, I've, I've never worked with like, I've, I've, it's on the vision board to do this, but <laughs> I haven't worked with like a branding professional. So, mm. but I feel like there are like my tone and like some of the things that I talk about, like, I feel like it's like, um, like accidental branding. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. And I think particularly for personal brands that can happen a lot. And it, becomes more of a kind of compromise, a amalgamation of your personal tastes, what you feel comfortable putting out there and the feedback you get from other people, you know, especially when we are in this online space, if you're putting out something and you get good, you know, feedback from the people you want to get feedback from, you're going to do more of that. So it sort of shapes the, the brand as you grow it too, which is awesome. I mean, your brand and your website are a living piece of your business and they need to grow and expand with you as you expand too. So yeah. I think that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, so I like to say that you, like your stories, like the things that you've been through, um, especially as a coach, like speaking from mm -hmm. like, your experiences and like the stories from your past, like that is your brand, right? Like what mm -hmm. are the personal, like the personal stuff that you bring to the table, like you yeah. said, personal brand, um, like that, that's what people remember about you, right? Like. People only oh, remember your, your font and the colors so much, right? Like ultimately it's like, how do you oh, yeah. feel, right? Yeah, it's the connection. You're trying to say, you know, I understand you and I can help you from that place of understanding. And, you know, brand story is a big piece of, I think, successful copywriting. And that's part of all of this world. So I very much agree. And I think in many ways, the fonts and the colors are like the last layer that goes on top to just support everything. It's kind of like the facade on a building. It's pretty and it helps you get more excited about it. But ultimately, that's not what the building is. Mm -hmm. It's just the way you perceive it. So it's, it's a nice thing to get figured out. But I think basing it on that structure is so important. Otherwise, it's just, you know, random choices that don't yeah. necessarily support anything. Yep, absolutely. 100%. What do you and I heard in the beginning, you said, um, I mostly work with those that are ready to scale. So not necessarily mm -hmm. beginners. Can you tell me, okay, so if a beginner uh, business owner was trying to find their voice and they were trying to really like find um, that consistency, well, what type of like advice would you give them for that? Yeah. So I think when you're really starting out, diving into 
who you want to serve is always, I think, the strongest place to start from. You will discover more and more your part of the business as you grow, you know, your values, your mission, that will become kind of part of you as you grow. But figuring out who you want to work with, who you're serving, who your products are for, is, is basically going to give you a direction in which to go. So I would say start with that homework and market research. It's really kind of boring to say, but like, go talk to people, go ask them what they want, go see if, you know, your idea has weight and, and get it out into the world. I know it's really scary, but just start trying to be out there and get feedback because ultimately this is the stuff that you will build your brand upon and we can't invent it out of nowhere. It's for other people. So we can only know so much until you've actually asked the other people what they want from you. Yeah, absolutely. That's funny that you say that. Um, in Aligned Coach Academy, which is like this 12-week um, mastermind that I have for um, new coaches, instead mm -hmm. of doing market research, because I have found, you're like, oh, it's so boring. It is boring. So <laughs> we have put like a spin on it in Aligned Coach Academy where we call it brain picking sessions. And Ooh. yeah, and it's so different. Because the, like the, the students and the girls in there, they're so excited. They're like, yeah, I'm working on my brain picking session. Because <laughs> you know? branded it well, you know yes, your people. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, this isn't market research. And it's not, right? Because I don't want them to look at it as like validation for their business idea. But it mm. is key that they put it out into the world, right? Like it's key yeah. that, they, that they get feedback on it and that they, um, you know, kind of put, like get those ideas in order and start talking about it, right? So you're so right. It's like market <laughs> research is like, Bleh. but if we can brand it in another way, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's the packaging makes the whole thing easier to swallow. <laughs> yes, I love that. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, you're so right. And it's like people, how, how, do, how do you make people feel? What is it that you want people to feel and think and experience when they're on your website or even like on social media? Um, so speaking of websites, can you tell us about like when is a good time to start a website or like what you recommend around that? There's like the million dollar question, right? I know that's my favorite one. So yeah. the unhelpful answer is it depends. Mm -hmm. The more helpful answer is I think when you have figured out what you're doing, that's the right time to get a website up because it will grow and change with you. But once you start something, you've actually got it out in the world. It's public and it can start doing small things for you even when you're not quite ready it can start you know building your seo authority which very boring but the longer you have your website up the more time google and other search engines have to scroll it and find you and make you findable but it's also a place that people can kind of verify your real business verify that you know you are someone to trust and even if it is a one page landing page and you are not ready for anything more than that i think that's still you know a good place to start once you know who you're serving and what you're offering yeah um, i say platforms pick whatever you can maintain you know especially starting out i think if you're diying pick something simple i love squarespace because it's really easy and they have great customer support mm -hmm. and i actually build a lot of my client websites off of it because i can then go in and like custom code things so it looks gorgeous but they can still edit it and maintain it like the you know diy website that they were coming from so that's really important to me that the websites can still grow and shift with you as you shift and change and that's how business is i think in this day and age yeah i think that's a beautiful answer 
like as soon as you know what it is that you're doing, I think that that's yeah. wonderful <laughs> uh, because as a business owner, it will change, um, especially in the beginning, right? Like you start mm -hmm. out with one thing and then you're like, nope, let me just like jump ship and, and go to something <laughs> else in this entrepreneurial journey. Um, so I think that like once you have, and that's a good answer, like once you have at least like a, a pretty general idea that you're going to be in this place, um, then you can start working on that and let it be simple, yeah. right? And you can build upon it. Always. So. Yeah. And think about it, even the biggest brands like Apple and Tesla, they redo their websites all the time and they adjust it all the time. So you should not feel bad that you need to readjust and refigure out your wording, refigure out your layout, because even the biggest businesses in the world do it too. So there's no shame in that. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Um, I think that's really great, really great advice. I, I personally <laughs> have my website on um, lead pages. So oh. lead pages is like my favorite sales page, like landing page builder. Mm -hmm. it's so simple, very, very user-friendly. Yeah. Um, and then I just happened to see it said sites and I'm like, Oh, I can build a website here. <laughs> so it, it like took me like less than like three hours, I think to do the entire thing. Um, and it was so easy. And I don't think, I mean, obviously it's not getting a lot of traffic because I don't really push it at times, but it is there. Right. So it's like, mm -hmm. I, I'm officially Googleable. Exactly. You're out there. It's public. And yes. I think even if that's not a key part of your sales funnel, it's still important to have it out there. And, you know, it's kind of weird to say, but there is a, a professionalism that comes with having something like that out in the world. You can put it on your Facebook profile, your LinkedIn profile. You can put it somewhere that gives people a sense that you exist beyond social media. And I think that that really helps with the trust factor. And as you say, yeah. it can take a couple of hours if it's not really something that's going to drive traffic if it is something that's going to drive traffic then i definitely recommend spending time to make sure it's you know clearly laid out that you have a really simple but effective customer journey because that is key to making it work for you yes hire a professional <laughs> that's what she needs. when you're ready <laughs> yes oh my gosh that that's great advice um can we talk about like your journey? It's like the online oh, yeah. entrepreneurial journey. Sure. I love when people talk about this because I feel like in this space, it's always so different and interesting. So I'm Australian originally. I went to school in California and I went and got a master's degree in film production, which is really cool. That is super cool. So I worked, yeah, I worked in set design there for a couple of years afterwards and I loved the work, but I just the lifestyle I was working like 14 hour days driving all the time and I just couldn't keep it up and seeing the people I most admired people with Oscars with unhappy families or a lack of families and I knew having a kid and having a healthy happy family life was super important to me mm. so I'd already coupled up with my now husband at that time he's French so we sort of leapt on the opportunity to move here to France and I've been here for six years and I started this journey of like how do I translate these skills into something else that supports my motherhood journey as well? And took some time. I've, I worked in a couple of small businesses in their marketing teams. I always loved working with women. So I was really gravitating towards small women run businesses. And I kind of fell into working on their websites and loved it. It was like ticking all my boxes of, you know, very design oriented, but also really like logistic, organizational, very strategic thinking, creative problem solving, all these skills I'd honed my past life in film and so when I had my son I kind of came with a crossroads I got let go from my job during maternity leave and I had to figure something out so 
I decided to retrain and learn about UX design. So that's user experience design. Learned, you know, the tech side of things, learning some coding and kind of started my business during a pandemic, which was uh, coincidental, but also good timing, I guess. <laughs> Everyone else coming online. Wow. Wow. That is so awesome. I love what you said. Um, it's like I'm, I'm checking the boxes and I'm taking all the skills that I had already honed in on and they're basically like transferring, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that sometimes whenever we come into like starting our own business or we're coming into the online world, quote unquote, like we feel like we're starting from the bottom and it's like, yes, in some ways you are. And you're also transferring like your entire life's worth of experience you're transferring your communication skills, analytical mm -hmm. skills, people skills, like um, sales skills, like all of those things are coming with you, you know, into your new business. So, so like, oh, completely. Like, yeah, like you're not a complete beginner. Like, look at all the expertise that like you've gained over your entire life, right? Mm. Yeah, I think that, I mean, I'm sure that's with other careers too, but particularly when we're running our own businesses, we get to decide which bits we focus on and which bits we kind of push forward and I really love the strategy. I really love design. So that's what I focused on. You know, I could have become accountant. I hate math. So that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> but, you know, you lean into what you naturally have. And I think as a business owner, that's one of the most liberating pieces of this whole thing. You know, we can do what we, we want to do. And that's awesome. Yes. Liberating. <laughs> oh, that's the word. Yes. Definitely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm. Um, yeah. And wasn't it crazy? Like, last year in the pit because I also quit my job and went to relationship coaching full-time last year. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. And I didn't know like that the pandemic was happening. Like, yep. yeah, I mean, we, I was a teacher and it was like one Friday, they, we had a faculty meeting and they said, okay, we're going to take a two week break. Um, we'll be back in two weeks, you know, and everything's going to be fine. See, see you all have a great break basically. And who knew that like, I, we would never step back into our classroom. For wow. Months. Yeah. It that's was crazy. Cool. But that's such an opportunity. You, you were able to like seize that and reinvent yourself. I think that's amazing. I so admire yeah. that. Mm -hmm. So it's so it's actually ironic because I had started my relationship coaching business like eight months before that. And I was like secretly doing it. Um, so like nobody at school knew, like I really didn't talk about it publicly a lot. And I had given my resignation notice like a week before we got let out on that break. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got let out on the break and I'm like, okay. It's like, serendipity. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. It was so crazy. Um, and it was actually confirmation is what it was. It was like, yeah. Yeah. But I think I had a very similar experience. Like I was like, oh, and that was a really you know tough blow. But at the same time, I knew I wasn't going to stay in that job forever. I knew I wanted to do something different. And the excuse of that and the reason of my son actually being in the world now was the push I needed to like go take that, you know, kind of scary jump. And it sounds like you had a very similar experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So definitely not making light of the pandemic, but also... Yeah, but finding finding the good in it right we're not making yeah. the light but we're finding the light i love that <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's so good um cool so michelle like if you could give any new business owner like advice about you know about anything like just kind of finding courage or like getting started or have, have to do yeah. with branding um yeah i don't know like, what would your words of wisdom be for them i think getting to know who 
your business is full is going to help you so much. And I think thinking about that person, those people, when you're branding, when you're writing your website copy, when you're building your website, will only serve you as a business owner because ultimately they're the people you need to convince to buy whatever it is you're selling to make your business a real business. Mm -hmm. And putting the focus onto them instead of you is also a great way to separate yourself from the anxiety of like putting yourself out there because it's not necessarily about you sort of mean to say like your business isn't just about you it's about the people you serve and really putting that focus I think can be hugely powerful especially when you're starting out and trying to figure it out if you can focus on that I think that's a huge like push forwards if you can yeah absolutely it's also humbling to like Mm. that focus off of yourself and say well I'm doing this for, for everyone else, right? This is for the people that I'm going to impact, right? Like it's, it's not all about me. So it is nice. Yeah. yeah it's like pressure <laughs> off of yourself and to say like done is better than perfect. Right. And, and exactly. Like, yeah. I just got to start somewhere and, yeah. you know, put it out there. Right. Yeah. They can't find you if it's not out there. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. That that's great advice. Um, okay. So Michelle, do you only work and I'm asking Okay. So like two parts of this question, (laughs) do you only work with product-based businesses, service-based businesses? Tell me about that part. I started mostly with service-based businesses because that's what I felt more comfortable with, but I recently opened up to working with products too. And I really love that balance in many ways. It's the same process. It's just different kind of ways of putting things together. So yeah, I'm offering both. And I've recently taken on doing some Shopify sites as well, because I do think having the tools that fit the need is important. So I'm really trying to make sure that I'm offering what I think is the best solution out there for these kinds of businesses. So Shopify, Squarespace, and I do Webflow too, but I haven't quite found everybody needs something that high end but oh my gosh it's an amazing tool if you do need something high end it's awesome yeah (laughs) so if um if any of our listeners wanted to connect with you if maybe they uh wanted to come soak up some value or learn from you or even reach out to work with you or get help on their branding or their website um how can they contact you or how how can they come hang in your space Yeah, so obviously my website is my favorite place for anyone to find me. I have a blog there, so there's some really good stuff you can pick up and learn. It's michellepontvert, P-O-N-T-V-E-R-T.com. And then I actually have a freebie on there as well, which is really handy. It's to help you figure out how to optimize that first part of your homepage website before you scroll down. We call it the hero section because it is the hero of your website. If you can optimize that, you've done like 90% of the work. So I have a freebie there. It's at michellepontvert.com slash homepage dash hero. And that's a really great freebie, especially if you're trying to get past that like DIY phase and really start using your website for sales. So highly recommend that. That is so good. I think I'm going to go snag that like right now. (laughs) (laughs) Please do. Yes. Thank you you so much, Michelle. Um, I think that this is a, a beautiful reminder to the listeners to like, hey, like you're always developing your branding, but you can focus on it and just think about, um, you know, who is it that you're serving and, and what it, like, what are the things that they want, do you want them to remember about you and your brand? So thank you for this beautiful reminder. Um, and I'm going to link that website in our show notes. So any of the listeners can just scroll down under this episode and they can click on that and go get their, their freebie and their resource from you and come and connect with you and see all of your amazing goodies. 
Amazing. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you.